Hello, 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 my people. What's good? What's good? What's good? You know what I'm saying? Welcome to the Street Corner Culture Podcast. I am Prophet Rico Sloan, a.k.a. P. Rico. You know what I'm saying? Some of y'all may know me, some of you may not. But hopefully we're going to get to know each other, you know what I'm saying, through this podcast. So this is really just an introduction to what this podcast is going to be about. You know, uh, just really kind of covering topics of the ghetto, you know, things that go on in the ghetto. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if you like me, you grew up in this environment. You know what I'm saying? I was born in it. I played in it. You know, I've had my struggles, my traumas in it. And ultimately, we're going to touch down on how it affect you how to affect your family life you know what i'm saying as a child going into an adult or as a child or a young adult living in it you know what i'm saying it's a lot of different topics i want to cover man and it's a lot of different people that i want to talk to and get their input or you know their mentality on the things that go on uh, excuse me if I smoke. I don't want to offend, but I got to be comfortable while I bring you this message, you know. So, a little bit about myself. Well, I grew up in the 53206, you know, zip code. Um, lived in a couple different neighborhoods throughout Milwaukee. Grew up in Milwaukee my whole life, born and raised here. My family also. Uh, father of seven. You know, four girls, three boys, uh, three adults, four kids coming up, you know, so it's a struggle, man. It's a it's an everyday struggle. It's a journey trying to teach them how to maneuver growing up out here, you know, because they will go through their own personal experiences that will shape and mold them into the people that they're going to be. But as a father, I feel like. I got to give them the best outlook, the best insight I can from my own personal experiences, you know. So I come from a big family on both sides. Mama side big, daddy side big, you know. Uh, a lot of heroes, a lot of ghetto heroes, you know, mainly ghetto heroes, you know what I'm saying? It was a couple people that made it out you know what I'm saying? And now they starting to show us the way, you know what I'm saying? Show that it's, it's a better way than just being on that corner, you know what I'm saying? Or being in that trap, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, going on high speeds, all that type of shit. If you're from the 414, man, you know what that is. You know, and you know how these young people is like, they dying at an alarming rate, you know, going on high speeds. And I, I believe, my own personal belief, not pushing my belief on nobody else, but is, you know, I feel like at some point, a lot of the OGs kind of threw their hands in the air with the youth, you know what I'm saying? When it came to me, it was like, you know, my generation, I, I feel like we kind of, you know, was nurtured by the OGs, you know what I'm saying? They showed us the way, you know, and either you learned it or you didn't, you know what I'm saying? But it was like every time you came around, when you had the pleasure of being able to 
being, I'm going to say, grown folks' business, you know what I'm saying, they dropped a jewel on you, you know what I'm saying? It was something that you can go and use. You know, it wasn't just rhetoric. It wasn't just something that a person is just telling you to get them out there, get get you out of their way so they can continue their day. You know what I'm saying? But now it's like, you know, I feel like the youth, they have a mentality where, and I've heard, I heard a, a few of them say it out of their own mouths, like, you know, I ain't got no OG. I ain't got no heroes. I ain't got no big brothers. You know what I'm saying? It's all, you know, this thing of, I guess, being self-made or not having somebody to instruct you on how this shit go, to be honest. You know what I'm saying? Everything has rules. Everything has, you know, consequences. And everything has rewards. It just, you know... Everything, life is about choices, man. It's just a series of choices on what you going to do. And you in charge of your own life. You know what I'm saying? You in charge of your own life, even if, you know, you commit a crime and you got to go do some time. You know what I'm saying? You got to go to the big house. Guess what? Yeah, they in control of when you eat, when you go to sleep, you know, when you do this, when you do that. But you're still in control of your own mind. You're still in control of the decisions you make as long as you're living and your 10 toes is touching this earth. So, I wanted to put together something that, you know, I can share my experiences as well as others, people I know, can share their experiences to either further somebody's progression or, you know, keep a person from going down that road that you've been down and you know that it's like, man, that's a dead end right there. You know what I'm saying? Now, this information could be for, you know, it's for people of all ages. You know what I'm saying? Because as long as you're living, you constantly a student to the game. You know, nobody knows everything. And you don't really start to understand that you don't know nothing until you know somebody teach you something you know that might sound a little confusing but it's like you constantly learn something new every day so as long as you alive you constantly learning so we're gonna use this podcast man as a a, a a tool to teach you know a tool to vent a tool to try to come up with some solutions of you know the problems that that affect our community because ultimately it's our community you know we gotta man we gotta we gotta care about one another we gotta care about each other you know what i'm saying from the big boss you know what i'm saying that the, the nigga that's doing it big you got all the whips and all the cars and all the women you know what i'm saying to that person that's standing in front of the gas station asking for change. You know, we all a part of this. We all a part of this environment. You know what I'm saying? We all make it go the way that it go. You know, so as I was saying, you know, like I said, I, I come up in the in the 414. I come up in the 53206 area code, you know, and it's like it can be rough. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to sit here and try to, 
you know, make it seem like it's just all bad times and shootouts and, you know, drug dealing and prostitution and all, you know, because that's not true. I mean, that's something that, you know, record labels or, you know, movies can make it seem, but like, man, you know, it's, 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 it's good times in the ghetto. It's money in the ghetto. You know what I'm saying? It's love in the ghetto. It's people loving on one another. It's people taking care of one another. You know, it's kids that went to Ivy League, went on to go to Ivy League schools, you know what I'm saying, from these environments. So it's important for us to try to get to a point where we can understand it better, you know, without all the 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 gimmicks, you know what I'm saying? Because I witnessed my own personal self, like growing up with guys that, you know, the whole time we was in school, you know, you was an A plus student, you was teacher's pet. But then you turn around a couple years later and you see a person and it's like, they all thugged out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You a shooter, you a stepper. Excuse me. And all these things that was never you, you know? And it's like your environment, your environment can transform you into something that you wasn't. You know, but you constantly going to be you in your heart, you know? And it took me, man, I'm talking about years and years upon years, like well into my adulthood i'm 39 years old now about to be 40 in september but it took me well into my 20s to be comfortable with me to be comfortable with who i am and to be able to relay the message to my sons and also my daughters that man you know be comfortable being you you know what i'm saying you don't have to adhere or you know try to do things to be a part of certain circles and they don't accept you for you. That's a major key. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like one thing about growing up in this environment is as a male, I can't speak for a female because I've never been one. So as a male, it's like you grow up in this environment and your main thing is being cool. What is cool? You know, it's cool uh, having the latest pair of Jordans or, you know, wearing the trendiest outfits, you know, uh, riding the biggest size rim that's out at that point in time. What's being cool? You know, and it took me, like I said, well into my adulthood to understand that the people that I thought were cool, my heroes, the people I looked up to, they was just being they self. And being they self was so cool that I wanted to emulate them. You know, I, I I put certain aspects of their life and their character into me to make me who I am. Excuse the background noises. You know, like I said, we in the hood. It's garbage trucks and shit riding past, you know, but that was a major thing for me personally, you know, just trying to figure out what's cool and 
being cool is, you know, to be accepted, to be accepted by the people that you feel like are your peers. You know, oh, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? These 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 dudes right here, like when you in school, high school mainly, I mean, you know, is you, you have certain cliques. You have certain people. You got the smarty pants, you know, the nerds that do all their work, the teacher's pets. You know what I'm saying? You got the athletes. You know what I'm saying? And you got the thugs. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, in either one of those groups, you got to be cool enough to be a member. You know what I'm saying? You got to be cool enough to be a member. And that's that could be stressful. Because when you're trying to find yourself, when you're trying to find out who you are, you incorporate other people's character and some things may work for you and some things may not you know but always tell my sons you know mainly that but it goes to anybody that you don't want to be a supporting cast member in the movie of your life. How do that work? How is somebody else. Playing a starring role. In your life. And you not. You a supporting cast member. You know. So you got to feed yourself. You got to do the things that please you. You know what I'm saying. You could please others. If you deem it necessary. But you can't forget. To please you. And like I said, you know, this environment, it can be, you know, it can it can be toxic. It can be toxic. It, it can give you a lot of trauma. You live with a lot of trauma. You know what I'm saying? But also, too, like I said, whatever hood you from, you know what I'm saying? Whatever set you claim, you know what I'm saying? Whatever you banging, you look at it like family. You look at these people like your family you think that they might have your best interest in heart and some of them do most of them don't but you can't x out everybody but it start with you you know and getting different people's outlook on this life on the life can be helpful it can be educational you know, it can keep you out of certain situations. It can put you in certain situations. You know, it all depends on who you're listening to. You know, who who is that that voice in your ear? You know what I'm saying? That kind of persuades you to do to do different things or not to do different things. Because the facts is, you know, all the OGs wasn't good OGs. All the OGs, you know, even my OGs, all my OGs didn't give me great information. You know what I'm saying? Majority of mine did because, I, you know, I feel like they grew up in a different time where it was like you had to be chosen to be a part of certain stuff. Today, I don't think you got to be chosen. I think you can just, you know, jump into it. You could jump into it. And with the help of social media, you can become who you want to become. Your social presence is like 
you know, building your own avatar. You know, you could be a 50-year-old black man and your avatar is a 17-year-old Asian girl. I mean, you know, you can, with social media, you can build who you want to build, but we all got to log off. We all got to log off and we got to go back to our real life. We got to walk these real streets. You know, we got to take these real steps in the confinements of these neighborhoods. And somewhere right now, you know, somebody's being peer pressured into becoming something that they're not. Because they might feel like this is cool. This is what these are the cool people in my environment. You know, these are the movers and shakers in, in, in my environment. And it goes both ways. You know what I'm saying? When we get to talking about the OGs, yeah, you know what I'm saying? The OGs got to open their arms again, man. You know what I'm saying? You got to open your arms again, and you got to school these cats, these young cats, you know what I'm saying, to the ways of the world. And with the young cats, it's like, man, you know, you got to open your ears sometime. Ain't nothing you doing right now new. Ain't none of this shit new. You know, in my city, in my city right now, they saying it's a, you know, it's an epidemic with, you know, the auto thefts and, the, you know, the high speed chases. And, you know, that's not new. You know what I'm saying? When I was in junior high school, I went to Parkman Middle School. I learned to steal cars in the back of Spanish class. The Spanish teacher told us, told the class, if you learn half of what I'm teaching you for the first half of class, which class is an hour long, if you learn half of what I'm teaching you for the first 30 minutes of this class, the next 30 minutes, y'all can do what you want. And I sat in the back of the class, and for that last 30 minutes, you know, a blueprint was laid out for me on how to steal cars. And we stole cars and we, you know, we did goofy shit. You know what I'm saying? We stole cars and hit them in random garages, like abandoned house garages. And, you know, we'd take them out and like, I'm going to tell you a crazy story about what I used to do, right? This is before I knew what cool was. But in the, you know, trying to be cool. So before I was up on actually peeling cars up and, and taking other people's cars, I used to take my grandmother's van in the morning, right? I would take my grandmother's van and we stayed on 55th and Burleigh. I would drive to school, Parkman Middle School. It's called Andrew Douglas now, I believe. And I would make sure I'm there before the school buses even got there, you know? So I wanted everybody to see that, you know, I'm a, I'm a seventh grader and I'm driving, you know what I'm saying? I'm out here. And, you know, the rest of my guys, like they had their cars out too, but like their cars were stolen. I mean, my car was stolen too, but it was stolen from my grandmother, you know what I'm saying? So it wouldn't really be too many repercussions. But anyway, so I would take the car, I would sit out in front of the school, sit out there, talk to the girls, you know what I'm saying? In front of them, in front of the van, which was a, a soccer mom's van at that time. 
and uh, I think it was an Astro van. But I sit out there, talk to them until it's time for the, you know, until it's time for everybody to go in class. Bell ring, that means we lining up, we going in. So when everybody would be going in, I would wait. I'd be sitting there, I'd wait, and I'd wait till the last person go in. And I would take the van and drive all the way back home. <laughs> I would take the van, drive all the way back home, and get on the bus to go back to school. So it's needless to say that I was fucking late every first period. You know what I'm saying? But as silly and as goofy as that shit sound, I felt like that would make me cool. You know what I'm saying? So it's like once I once I began to hang with this certain crowd and like they was like specialists at stealing cars. Like every other day they have another car. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, like a person to have one of the hikes from the neighborhood, be watching the car somewhere. You know what I'm saying? And it's like when I got entwined with them guys. And they gave me the blueprint on how to take a car for myself. I bullshit you not. The first car I ever stole. Right. And like I said, these dudes were specialists. They can jump in your shit and be gone in, in a minute or less. So my first car I stole, it took me 15 minutes. Right. <laughs> I kept walking past the car. I was with a friend. So I kept walking past the car, looking in it. You know what I'm saying? And this was like around by the by the campus on uh on Wells. So I walk past the car, look in it, walk down the street, walk around the block, come back, look in it again. So I walk again, bust the window, <laughs> walk down the street, walk around the block, come back in, jump in, chip up a little couple pieces of it, think I might see somebody. Jump out the car, do the so I do this shit, man. Probably like three, four times, right? Cause it's my it's my first run, you know what I'm saying? So I finally get it. I get it. I get the car to start, and as soon as we get in the car and pull off, I turn the corner, and the police was there. So now you got two seventh graders. In a newer style car driving. So I'm so damn nervous. I turn the corner. The police ain't even on me. I turn the corner and fuck around and hit the mission. <laughs> the men's homeless shelter. So I hit the fucking building. You know what I'm saying? And we jump out the police immediately. I, I think it's a police station around there. It is, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. But the police get on us, they chase us, you know what I'm saying? We run all the way to like 19th and state. So I'm running across a school, like a school playground. I'm running across a school playground until the police is on my heels. Now this is a fat cop, but he must have like jogged us some shit every morning because he wasn't tired. Now you imagine my seventh grade legs against this fat cop, right? And the cop caught me. I didn't trip, I didn't fall, nothing. I, I I barely even looked back. I looked back every now and then to, to see if he was still behind me. And he on my heels. And so next thing you know, I felt my collar get snatched. So we snatched the collar 
And with so much force, like he pulled me back. So I fall. You know what I'm saying? So he got me on the ground. He doing his usual police shit, his police tactics and shit. You know, got me on my belly, putting the cuffs on me. So I look up and I see my guy that I was with in the bushes. Like he in the bushes, maybe 18 feet away from us. And I'm talking about he, he, he laughing, he giggling like a motherfucker. And I'm just like, damn. You know what I'm saying? Damn, I'm, I'm caught. And the only thing I'm thinking, like, I'm not really worrying about going to jail. I'm thinking in my head, like, oh, I'm finna go to jail. They finna have to call my pops. And dude finna kick my ass. I'm finna get my ass kicked. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, you know, I went through the whole motions, man. Went down there, you know what I'm saying? Had a little car theft case. You know what I'm saying? Went home, got snatched up. All the shit that I knew was going to happen. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just, the whole time I'm going through all this shit, right, I'm thinking about my guy in the bushes. I'm talking about Tickle Pink. Tickle Pink. You know what I'm saying? And when I went to school the next day, it was like, he must have been at school talking about the shit because by the time I got there, everybody knew what happened. Everybody was laughing and some old shit, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, damn, I'm like, damn, man. You know what I'm saying? I done got caught. I done got a case. You know what I'm saying? I done got whooped on. I'm getting laughed at. This shit is the end. Like, this is the end of my this is the end of my, my career at this school. You know what I'm saying? As a a cool nigga. But it was kind of like. In, in in that circle, it was like I made my bones. You know what I'm saying? Because I went out, I stole the car. As long as the shit took me, I stole the car. I crashed. We ran. I got caught. I didn't tell. I went in by myself. You know what I'm saying? I didn't, I didn't say, oh, man, dude over there in the bushes, too. He was, you know what I'm saying? So it was like them guys started to embrace me and they started to show me different tactics and different different areas to take a car from you know faster ways to take a car you know what i'm saying different places when you got the car you can go stash it and it'll still be there in the morning just shit like that you know what i'm saying i felt like that was cool i'm cool now i'm in with the cool with the cool people you understand what i'm saying the people that i looked it up to they was accepting me. But that shit, man, when I tell you, I'm I was I was maybe 13 years old around this time. And, you know, doing that, that shit kind of carried until I was down there like in, in high school type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like having your license suspended before you even have one. Shit like that, you know, bullshit like that on your record, like that shit wasn't cool. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that shit is not new. Car thefts in this city ain't new. What's new is, you know what I'm saying? Like we didn't we didn't take cars and go on high speeds and crash into a fucking house. Or crash into, you know, innocent pedestrians. And shit, you know, like I crashed because I was 
I wasn't a good driver and I was fucking nervous. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I crashed. But it's like, man, you know, every other day, if not every day, you hearing about, you know, some innocent person, man, having their property destroyed or somebody losing their life behind these cats running from the, you know, fleeing and trying to get away from the police. My pops told me something that was valuable to me and which, you know, it's down to the truth. You can't get away from the radio. You know what I'm saying? When we stole cars, I didn't try to, I mean, yeah, we fled the police a couple of times, but I'm fleeing to try to get to an area that I know. You know what I'm saying? And I'm parking that motherfucker and I'm jumping out on foot. I got a better chance on feet because, okay, I know Susie Q over here. I know, you know, uh, John Blow over here. I can run to a motherfucking house. I can run to a motherfucking garage. You know what I'm saying? I can go in somebody's house. Somebody might put me in their car and take me to where I need to go. Shit like that. Like, it, it was never a thought of mine to... Crash into somebody's shit or crash into somebody. The whole point was to get away and stay alive. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, man, things is, you know, the game stay the same, but the players change. And just because you changing something, that don't make it innovative. Because it's a lot of different changes that can come about that can actually ruin the game. Every change don't mean that it's a good change. Some changes ruin the game. You know, and that's why I feel like, you know, me coming into being a new OG, you know, my son, 19. My oldest daughter, 21. So, you know, this is kind of, this is their world. I live in it. You know, but it's like, I got to be that voice to let them know that, hey, man, listen, ain't none of this shit new. When I was your age, I thought the shit that we was doing was new, but my pops and uncles and cousins and shit that was older, they did that shit already. And if you was lucky, they laid a blueprint out for you. You know what I'm saying? On how it can be done, how it can be executed with low risk. I was just one of the lucky, the lucky persons, the lucky people, excuse me, that listen. You know what I'm saying? So when it came to that, I had to lay the game out too. For the people that was around me and for the people that was under me. You know what I'm saying? If I learned a piece, if I learned a piece, I took it to my niggas. I took it to my younger cousins. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm constantly, I'm, I'm soaking the game up like a sponge constantly. To this day. I'm not the person, you know what I'm saying? If you know me, you know that I'm not the person that's sitting around, you know, Constantly wanting to be the center of attention, constantly talking. And some, I'm listening more than I'm talking. Now, if you call upon me, I'm going to say my piece. But majority of the time, I'm listening to, especially around the OGs 
you know, a person that's in a position that I'm trying to get to. I'm listening. I'm learning. You know, I'm taking notes. It's certain shit that's going to work for me. It's certain shit that ain't. You know, but I'm saying all this to say that we can't leave no matter how bad we think it's getting. We can't leave our youth to chance. You know what I'm saying? We can't leave our youth to chance. Because, yeah, we can get, you know, we can get older and we can get <clears throat> more settled into our characters. You know, like me, I'm, I'm getting more settled into being somebody's dad. I'm somebody's father. Somebody looks up to me. Somebody looked to me for advice. You know what I'm saying? My daughter called me the other day and was like, uh, dad, I, uh, do you know how to, um, do you know how to check transmission fluid? I think my transmission going bad, so on and so. I'm like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Bring it through. Man, I'm going to share with, with the listeners, you know what I'm saying? That, hey, man, I didn't know shit about that. I had to Google it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I had to Google the shit. But for my baby, I'm going to do it. You know what I'm saying? I ain't no mechanic. I pay people to work on cars. You know what I'm saying? I don't get up under cars and work on that shit myself. I pay people to do it. But for her and for her to see me in that light as somebody she can go to, somebody she can depend on. Man, I sat out there and I Googled that shit. I Googled that shit. I did it. And I gave her the best advice that somebody like me could give her which was i'm gonna try to find you a good mechanic <laughs> you know what i'm saying for real you know what i'm saying i've did i've done all i can do at this point i'm not gonna you know you done you do you work hard you done bought your car i'm not gonna sit here and you know tinker around with some shit that i don't know what i'm doing and then mess up your car you know what i'm saying but yeah like i said you know man we got to get back to that point. And some, at some point, it was like, like I said, the OGs threw their hands in the air with the youth. Like, man, I, I, and, and also, too, because the youth stopped trying to listen. You know what I'm saying? When you a person that think you know all the shit already, if it's a group of five young cats, right? And they all standing, you know, everybody standing in front of the store, wherever we congregate. You know, and the OGs get to talking. It might be three of these cats that really, you know, you got one cat that's going to be argumentative and he trying to make the point because he think he know it all already. You know what I'm saying? Then the other two might be following him, but it's going to be two of them cats that's actually listening. It might just be one. It might just be that one. And all you need is that one because that one going to go teach another one and that one going to go teach another two and that two going to teach another four. And it's just, you know, it's a cycle like that. We can't give up on each other, man. You know what I'm saying? We can't give up on each other. You know, but stay tuned and stay in tune, man, to this podcast. You know, it's going to be a lot more coming, a lot more in-depth conversations, a lot more stories, a lot more experiences, 
you know, we're going to get it all together. This is just an intro to let everybody know that I'm here and we ain't going nowhere. You know what I'm saying? So stay tuned.